We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. It's Saturday, July 27th, Pack-A-Day, your 24-7, 365 day a year Packers podcast. I'm Jake Rungholt from PackersTalk.com, and joining me, 34 years in the business, his resume says it himself, it's Mark Echo, and Mark, how you doing? Good, football season's here, Jake, it's all about a camp, and you know, we're, it's a great time of the year. All right, so day two of training camp is in the books. We have already got a couple of things happening here. We have more training camp video than ever before. That's already in my 33 years of living. I am just blown away by Twitter and the training camp video all over the place. But the big news is, of course, right now is some of the... Wait a second. Let's back this up a second. So you're 33. I'm 33. And I've covered football for 34 years. There's something wrong here, but okay, that's what's going. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I've been, I, it's, it amazes me that I, I that how young you are. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, Go well, ahead. I appreciate that. And uh, also to our audience. Take, make that as a compliment. Take that as a, I am taking it as a compliment. It just it, it sounded a little bit out of there, out of out of nowhere. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, no, just funny because – the last thing you said was, you know, I have 34 years covering the way and you said, I'm my 33 years, I thought you were going to say, wait a minute, I know where that was coming from. And you said, my 33 years of living, and I was like, oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> anyway, 
All right, you can tweet us at at Packaday Podcast, or you can find Mark Eckel at Mark Eckel zero eight. First year covering the team, covering the NFL, your mother was pregnant. With you. <laughs> there you okay. go. That makes sense. Go ahead. And and it comes full circle, everybody, here on Pack-A-Day. All right, speaking about full circle, two days in the books of training camp, and uh, day two was quite interesting. I've seen more training camp video than ever before, as I mentioned mentioned this, but I want to talk about this for a moment because I feel like this is getting lost in the shuffle of what the Mike Daniels release truly meant. I want to read a quote here from... Uh, Bill Huber, a Packer report, he talked to Aaron Rodgers and he said, quote, the next thing I know, I get a text from somebody that Mike is getting taken upstairs. When you say that, like so-and-so just went upstairs, you know what's happened. I was surprised. I really was. But Mark, you weren't surprised. Why was that yeah. when Daniels got cut? I mean, I, I don't know, maybe because I have been around so long and sometimes you just play back on things and I saw this coming. A long time ago. I mean, just every every hit they did in in free agency, every um, guy they thought about signing that even that they didn't get, or uh, even in the draft, different players that were rumored to be going to to them, and then they did take Rashawn Gary. Um, the writing was to me. The writing was on the wall for, for for Mike Daniels. Who listen? Let me say this first: for a undersized fourth round draft pick. The guy had an incredible, amazing career with the Green Bay Packers. And his career isn't over yet. He'll, he'll end up somewhere else. He'll be, he'll be okay. Um, and a great guy off the field as well, too. Did a lot of community work. Um, but things, you know, he's 30 years old. He made a lot of money. And he's coming off an injury. That's the side. That's that. You add that up, and guess what? You could, what the answer is? You get released. And that's what happened. I mean, it's just it's, it's a cruel business of the NFL. And that's, you know, he wasn't playing up to his salary any, any longer. And the Packers saved eight and a half million on the salary cap by releasing him. They have guys that can take his place. And a, and a player, a former player, I'm not going to mention any names, but a former player told me this a long time ago. All right. And I'll never forget it. I'll never, ever, ever forget this line. And it works true on every player, every team I've ever dealt with when you turn 30 which Mike Daniels is 30 when you turn 30 and you start getting hurt you don't stop getting hurt no you don't I mean if you want to know some proof go look at Adrian Peterson he's 34 years old he's been injured the last couple of years this is just what happens in football you start to break down and when you hit that age 30 limit that's past your prime now he's still going to be good but he's not going to be pro bowl Pro Bowl good, and I and like I said, I had to look at this of one of two ways: either a as a fan or b as a member of the media. And I looked at it as a member of the media because I realized Mike Daniels had to go, and I loved Mike Daniels. He was great on defense. I loved him since he was at the University of Iowa. I've always been a big fan of Mike Daniels. But this is what happens when Dean Lowry got that three-year, twenty million dollar contract extension. Right there, I knew Mike Daniels was out the door. And it's just how it happens because this is why you signed Zadarius Smith. Because not only can he play linebacker, but he can play defensive end. This is exactly why they signed Zadarius Smith because they knew going into his final year of his $41.66 million contract, Daniels, unfortunately, was expendable. 
And they saved it. And, you know, again, keep keep something in mind here as a, as a member and a fan. You know, the salary cap is a major consideration whenever, whenever a move is made. And the Packers freed up $8.5 million on the salary cap for now and for later. And as, if you heard the interview with the general manager, um, Ryan Guttenkos, he said, he said more than once he used the word, we're more flexible now. Is we it going to cuss? What's that? Is it gonna is it gonna cuss? Brian gonna cuss? Or have I been yeah. saying it wrong? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I just have to spell it. Okay. Um, <laughs> whatever. Um, and it, 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 the word he kept using was was flexibility, and whether that means doing extending a guy like um, Kenny Clark. Mm-hmm. Whether it means um, who, who, you know, definitely a, a big term, a, a long term, and big piece of, of, of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, whether it means, you know, keeping a guy that's going to be up next year, like uh, Geronimo Allison. Uh, whether it means bringing in a guy from outside. I don't know. I mean, but that's that's what flexibility is all about. Being able to do one, two, or all three of those those things to help the Green Bay Packers both in 2019 and the future. Mike Daniels' future on this team, had they not cut him, he wasn't going to be back next year. There was no way he was getting another a, a new contract. No, Unless he, he was going to take a really low minimum deal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, again, and it's always tough when it when a team lets go of a, of a Mike Daniels or a Jordy Nelson or a Randall Cobb or, you know, but it's the nature of the business. It just is, and... More times than not, the team makes it's the right decision. Absolutely. So now we go. So now we head off to a training camp. Just finished off day two, and this is the. And right now, according to artlads.com, this is the defensive line here. Now keep in mind, Darius Smith is lined up as a right outside linebacker, but he's played DN before, so that'll be helpful. Rashawn Gary is in that conversation as well. You got Kenny Clark, Montrevis Adams, James Looney, Tyler Lancaster, Eric Cotton, and uh, Kingsley Kiki. Uh, that guy from Te- I believe it was, was released today. I'm uh, sorry, what? Cotton was released today when they signed Sagapolo, uh, the former Badger. Okay, so Eric Cotton was released on Friday. Okay, so we got that taken care of. All right, so then out of that in the defensive line, who do you see lining up with Lowry and Kenny Clark? Well, keep in mind that it could be those. I mean, a lot of a lot of times the Packers go with two down linemen, um, so it could just be Lowry and Clark at times, with 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 Zadarius Smith um, as a whatever you want to call him hybrid D line linebacker, kind of like what Nick Perry used to do a lot. Right. Um, so you'll see a lot of that. Adams, I think, is going to get first crack when they're in the when they, if they are in a in a base three four. Um, I think Adams will be the guy that's looking for because he they kind of liked what he did at the end of last year the light bulb finally came on for him and apparently he looked he's looked very good um in the in the mini camps and the otas so he's gonna get first crack um i like tyler lancaster a lot i know he's a nose tackle but don't be surprised if on certain downs you see him and him and clark as the two down linemen with like with a gary or a smith maybe standing up just over they had a lot again using using the, 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 the same word, flexibility. Um, not only do they have flexibility in the front office, but I think Mike Patton now has a lot of flexibility 
with his defensive front. He can do a lot of different things now. He can. You have a guy like, like you said, Smith and Gary, who could both either stand up as a as a rush linebacker or put their hand in the dirt and 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 play a, a defensive end spot. Um, you know, with a, with a Lancaster who I thought had a very good rookie year for an undrafted uh, guy out of Northwestern. Um, I think he's, I think he's going to be on the field more. Um, and I, and I think, you know, if, if there's a way of him and Clark being on that, on the field to, together, that's, that's going to, that's going to be a, be a, be a, be a nice combination, hopefully. Um, and then you got, you know, the, the defensive line is, is pretty good. Keep another name in mind who I don't think you, you mentioned off that depth chart and the, and the Packers like this guy. So, so Bill Brown. Oh yeah. Fidel Brown, he came from Oakland. From from the Raiders last, last yes, year, yes, um, they they kind of like him a little bit as a again not as a starter, but as a ro- rotation, give you 10, 12, 15 plays a game. Maybe. I'm interested to see how Kingsley Kiki does in this training camp as well. I want to see if he's no, able to. Guy, yeah, he's a rookie. I mean, he's, right, he's exactly. But no, I'm just curious to see what he's capable of. I think he'll just be a trans. He'll just be a rotator player uh, across sure. the defensive line. That's what he was brought in for. I mean, that's one of the things that people have to remind themselves on. Uh, also, you talked about uh, this move. Also, since we're talking about uh, free agency moves, you know, they brought in uh, Olive Sagapulo from Wisconsin, good defensive lineman from college. But they also brought in Corey Grant. Now, keep in mind, the Packers running uh, backs, they already have Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Trey Carson, and Dexter Williams. And I thought it was a steal coming out of the University of Notre Dame. But now they bring in Corey Grant. What can Corey Grant do uh, in this ninety-man uh, roster to start off? Oh, it's Corey. Oh, see, I thought they brought in. I, I was going to tell you he was a wonderful actor back in the day. I thought it was Harry. <laughs> it was Corey Grant. I'm sorry. Um, to catch a thief, that, good you know stuff. What, that, that's an interesting um, move, Jacob. Because right, he, he first of all he's a good return guy. Mm-hmm. He averaged over twenty-four yards of a return. Um, in his career with with the Jaguars, um, as we all know, the Packers really. I mean, Davis is their quasi return guy now. If he makes the roster, and he has his hands full trying to make the make the roster as a wide receiver. Um, so there's that part of it. Um, he knows now. He coming coming from Jacksonville, he knows Hackett and Hackett's offense a little bit. So that gives him a little bit of an edge, maybe. Um, I don't know how many running backs they can afford to keep. I mean, uh, it's going to be interesting. But it's another, hey, listen, competition is always good. It's always good to have too many good players. You know, mm-hmm. that's never a bad thing. Um, I mean, can they keep four running backs and a fullback? I, that's going a little heavy there. But I, I really think it comes down to Grant versus Davis. That sounds like a, that, that, that sounds like a Civil War thing, right? Um, but Grant versus Davis to see who is a better return guy. I was just about and to bring that up. I, I was just about to bring that up because I'm really glad that you you said that. I mean, because we've been waiting for Trevor Davis to rise up and become this player that we thought he was going to be out of California, and he just has not. But you talk about no, Corey Grant, 5'11", but the speed is what gets to me, Mark. A 4.28 speed right now, and he's showing off uh, currently in training camp uh, that speed. I mean, this is this exactly why they brought him in? I think they brought him in to challenge for the kick return job, and 
someone that knows Hackett's offense. Um, but again, I don't know. I mean, there's only one football, right? I mean, and, uh, how many running, how many snaps can he get at running back when you have Aaron Jones and the two Williamses? And they're, you know, the Packers aren't exactly known for being a run-first team anyway. When, you know, so it's going to be. It's an interesting move. Uh, didn't cost him anything. I mean, they had an open roster spot. They brought him in. Um, like you, and again, you brought up the the four-two-eight speed. Is one thing that the 2019 Packers seem to be from their draft, from their um, free agent signings to the guys they've kept versus the guys they haven't kept. They're all about speed. Even their defensive, like Gary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashawn Gary has incredible speed for a man his size. And I think that was part of their um, allure of, of taking him was, was his, his quickness, his speed. Um, Savage, their, their other first-round pick, the uh, safety out of Maryland, incredible speed. Um, so they're, the, the Packers obviously did some you know self-evaluations um, and looked at their last two years, which were not up to standard, missing the playoffs two years. The Packers aren't about missing the playoffs. And I think somebody in that front office said, we need more speed. <laughs> we have to get faster. Because every move they've made has been to, and, and whether it's a running back, receiver, defense, wherever, they've they've gone after guys that can run. And Grant's is another one. That four four two eight's pretty. That that's getting up and down the field pretty, pretty fast. This is the Pack a Day podcast for Saturday, July twenty seventh. I'm Jake Rongholt. Joining me is Mark Echo, thirty four years in the business, and we're recapping uh, day two of training camp. Uh, Mark, this is interesting. Uh, Andy Herman of Packaday, of course, our founder and savior. Uh, he was at training camp, and he brought up a couple of things that you should find inter- interesting. Now, keep in mind that Darnell Savage and Josh Jackson are both on the non-football injured list. So Kevin King and Raven Green are getting the majority of the reps. What I've been hearing is Raven Green's been doing well. Kevin King has been struggling. Now, there was one from Andy that brought up uh, how they did a fake jet route to on to Valdez Scantling and it was to Devontae Adams and Kevin King was burnt toast when Josh Jackson comes back what does that mean for Kevin King nothing Kevin King's going to start outside don't worry about first day of training camp believe I mean again okay uh, I I hate to I hate to sound like the old guy get off my lawn but no 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 that's fine the only thing I care about training camp is don't get hurt thank you just don't get hurt. Don't, don't get anybody hurt. Kevin King will be fine. He has a little rust on him from not playing, you know. And that's my biggest concern with Kevin King. When Kevin King's healthy, he's their second. I mean, you can even argue he's, a, he's their best corner, but he's probably their second best behind Alexander. Kevin King can, can finally stay healthy and, and put together a 16-game season. He'll be a fine quarterback. Jackson's going to be a – Jackson's job is going to be battling with Tremont Williams for the, for the slot position. Um, hopefully he picks his game up. Because uh, he didn't have a great rookie year, in, in my opinion. Um, but now Raven Green, now, now you know that's my boy. Yes, I, I do. That's man. why I brought him up. <laughs> oh, not, not, again, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad to see him doing well in camp. But he's going to be your third safety. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, Amos and and Savage are, are going to be your starters. But I think I think my my man Raven Green, very athletic. Um, I think I think he's going to be that. I mean, he'll, he'll play some special teams and, and he'll be the number three safety. How how often will he get on the field? I don't know how, how often they're going to use a third safety. Hopefully, hopefully not at all on 
defense. That means Amos and Savage are playing very well and, and healthy. And they don't need to put them out there too much. But um, I, 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 as I said, I, I liked it when they signed him as an undrafted free agent last year. I liked what he did in preseason games. If you remember, we talked about him. We, we, we had him making the team yes, we as, did. A, as a surprise pick, sort of, and, and he did. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I like Raven Green. Uh, Mark, to follow up on that, how much stock should the fans put training camp performance into this season? Very little. Uh, I, I never have. I mean, again, I don't want to, like, spoil training camp for the fans. No, no. Like no, I said, no. you know, go out and watch. There are certain things you – all right, for, for this Packer training camp, I would say the most important things – well, number one is always staying healthy. Yes. But you don't want you don't want friendly fire to to, to take a guy down. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it, there's enough injuries that happen, you know, when you're playing against a, an opponent. Um, so that's, that's always number one. But but for this year's Packer camp, just to see the differences on both sides of the ball, especially offense, because it's for the first time in forever, it seems like you have a different head coach and offensive coordinator and system. And, and everything. So just to see what the, the different formations that they're using now that they never used under Mike McCarthy, um, the, the, the different sets, um, you know, are they going to use a fullback? I think they are. It looks like Vital is getting a lot of reps. So the Packers kind of got away from the fullback the last couple of years. Now they used to use it all the time, but not all the time, but, you know, 30, 40% of the time when they had John Coon back in the day, I think you'll see more of that. Um, and then other things like just to see who's getting, who's ahead of who on on the depth charts is, is um, you know is, where where's St. Brown in, in the pecking order at wide receiver? Where's Jamon Moore? Um, and then uh, you know looking at other things on on defense, you know, um, is Petten going to do? I think Petten's going to do a variety of things. I think last year he was still feeling his feeling his way with the with the roster yeah, and the players that he had because he, he kind of came in and just. They gave him a roster, you know, last year. So yeah, yeah, Mark, you're absolutely cards, right about that. And he played the cards that he was dealt. This year, he went out and got his own cards, you know. So I, I think this year's defense, which is going to look totally different than than the defenses of the past, are more Mike Petton type guys. So he has people that he that he wants now. And I think you're, you're going to see him doing a lot of different things. Well, it goes back to you know. Getting Mike Smith from the Kansas City Chiefs to coach the outside linebackers. Kirk Olivinetti to coach the inside linebackers. He was very good with Washington. I mean, seeing the change in the staff, it just felt like Petten was starting to bring in his guys, and he wasn't so limited. Uh, by the way, Mike McCarthy ran things to the difference that Matt LaFleur is running things right now. I mean, it, it's kind of funny. You know, a surprise in day one was, you know, they how LaFleur upped the intensity in the last hour of practice. And so, I mean, that was something uh, different right there. But like you said about training camp, I feel like it's just your first impression of this team. This is something that you, you know, put on your bucket list. You walk down nine o'clock in the morning. If you got a kid, you, of course, bring your bike and have one of the players, you know, ride the bike down to Rainichke Field. That's always such a great tradition that the Packers have always lived by on that. And my question is, Mark, to you, if um, if you if one of your kids took a bike to Green oh, yeah. Bay and had training camp, 
What would be the worst positional player to ride the bike, and what would be the best? Okay. Look, just, you don't want a player's name, just a, a position? Just a position. Well, yeah, to right, ride a child's a bike. Nose tackle. I wouldn't <laughs> want a nose tackle riding the bike because it you know, might break it. <laughs> and I guess the best would be uh, the kicker or the punter because they're little guys, usually. Yeah, the kicker or the punter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I remember my cousin at Ryan Longwell ride his bike, so yeah. Okay. Go. All right, Mark. Well did you ever go to camp with a bike? Huh? Dad, had, had you, did, did you ever do it? Yes, I did. Actually, I got lucky one year. I had Aaron Brooks uh when he was there. Oh, nice. He rode my bike. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Nice. Aaron Brooks. Had a had a nice little career with, with with New Orleans. Yes he did. Yes he did. He was he was decent. So that was really cool. Okay. All right, Mark, uh, any well, final yeah. thoughts before we say goodbye? Just, you know, um, enjoy. If, if, if you're getting out there to camp, and enjoy yourself. Uh, like I said, watch for the things that, that we spoke about. Again, don't get carried, like you asked about camp, like don't get carried yes. away with this guy looks good or that guy looks bad. I mm-hmm. Listen, I like I said, I covered it for a long time, and I, you know, I, early on I made that mistake of thinking guys were bad. We used to joke that some guys only play well after they hear the national anthem, meaning, you know, they're ready. You know, they, they, they show up in games. So this stuff, practice is practice. It is what it is. Um, don't get hurt. Just let's hope nobody gets hurt. Packers have had enough injuries the last couple of years to last them for the next 30 years, actually, so, you know? Exactly. All right, Mark, great stuff, and uh, we'll talk in two weeks. All right, can't wait for it. We'll All right. a lot more news by then, too, I'm sure. All right. All right, that was Mark Eckel, uh, 34 years in the business. And look, when you got a guy that has been doing this for this long telling you that, understand that. It, you know, telling me as a 33-year-old, you know, I mean, I'm about to get my foot in the door here in this business, and I'm really working hard. And that's always a good piece of advice to have. Because the fact is, yeah, that that's exactly what training camp is. I mean, this is fun. This is open, you know. And the good news is, is that we're already two days in. And no injuries. Thank goodness. I mean, we had cornerback Tony Brown. Uh, he hobbled a little bit, but then Rob Domowski reported that, you know, he's back on the field. So, I mean, that's what we're looking at. I mean, if you look around the NFL, you saw the Giants right now, Sterling Shepard, fractured thumb. Corey Coleman, uh, torn ACL out for the year. The Falcons lost Michael Bennett and J.J. Wilcox for the year. And it's already starting right now. There are injuries already happening across NFL training camps as we know it. And right now, the Packers are safe, which is good. But just remember, you know, it's been a couple of months. We'll see who's been training, who's not been training, who wants this. And this is just a good first impression to say, welcome to the team. Are the draft picks to get pictures of and all that kind of stuff. And And also another thing is, too, be aware when you're on Twitter. Go on Good Morning Football. Go on the NFL training camp videos and all that and get that because the sound bites is why the reason I'm why I'm listening or watching it. I saw it on uh, Good Morning Football this morning. You know, Aaron Rodgers put out a little dry humor and Kyle Brandt kind of satirized anger upon what Aaron Rodgers said to him about Good Morning Football and the segments that they come up with. It's just, it's stuff like that. This is fun, and this is good because the debates start to begin. And, of course, if you got kids, let them bring their bikes out there and get that shot of the player riding your child's bike down the way. It happens for the next couple of weeks, 
before every practice and get there early. That's what I got to say, because I went to four training camps in a row when I was a child. Get there early because it gets packed very quickly. And, of course, uh, that'll do it here also for Pack-A-Day. Now, if you got any comments or concerns, I did want to bring up one more piece here. Um, there's a couple of people out there that say, you know, me and Mark Echo don't get along. Okay, let me break this down for you. Me and Mark are two very busy guys right now. And we're also always talking. I talk to this guy once a week. He's always giving me advice. He's always talking Packers with me and just making me a smarter person. Mark Echo is one of the best guys I've known since I got down here, since Andy Herman teamed me up with him. So anybody out there saying that me and Mark uh, don't get along or anything like that, so sorry, but that's untrue. Just wanted to say that. Also, reminder, we just celebrated our first year of Pack-A-Day. Uh, I just want to say thank you to our founder, of course, Andy Herman. Uh, been seeing him on Cheesehead TV with Aaron Negler uh, yesterday. That was awesome to see. And you could tell. I mean, he had this great idea, a lot of great talent in this. And I'm just thankful daily to be part of this Pack-A-Day podcast. All right, that's enough for now, and that'll do it for our day two of training camp breakdown. Uh, comments or concerns, Pack-A-Day podcast. You can find me at Rongholt Sports, that's R-O-N-G-H-O-L-T Sports, and Mark Eckel at, at Mark Eckel 8 All right, as the three greatest words in the Green Bay Packers dictionary is, go Pack Go, and we will see you next time. On Pack-A-Day, your 24-7, 365 day a year, Packers Podcast. See you next time.
whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.